Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Something else from somewhere else.
Welcome to Mondo Jazz, the Radio Free Brooklyn weekly program dedicated to international jazz, coming uh, once more after a great episode of Mike Joseph's uh, Jerry Curl Chronicles. We start this episode of Mondo Jazz uh, where we left a week ago, namely with the asymmetrically groovy music of Dutch guitarist uh, Reiner Bass. From his album Mostly Improvised uh, Instrumental Indie Music, we heard a composition of the sauce. This opened another episode of uh, Mondo Jazz, packed with uh, adventurous music from various corners of the world. Today we'll listen to some exciting new releases and also music from uh, great albums and projects which are not out yet, but are about to be. Among these, the uh, superb uh, box set of uh, Eric Friedlander entitled Artemisia, which is going to be launched uh, with a concert at Dixon's Place on Wednesday uh, next week, uh, the 11th of April. Uh, let's now shift gear and move to a very unique intercontinental collaboration between the Norwegian trumpet player Nils Petter Molsver and one of the world's greatest rhythm sections. I'm referring to rhythm twins from Jamaica, namely bassist uh, Robbie Shakespeare and uh, drummer Sly Dunbar. With a career that started in, in the 70s uh, with uh, reggae music and uh, having widened their uh, reach from reggae to dub music, they've uh, landed uh, many prestigious collaborations which are as wide-ranging as uh, working with Bob Dylan and Sting, Serge Gainsbourg, Gilberto Gil and Madonna. Teaming up uh, with uh, Norwegian jazz stars Nils Petter Molver and guitarist Eivind Arset, they're about to release the album entitled North Dub which, like the title suggests, is a successful blend of the sunny, laid-back poles of Jamaica and uh, music and uh, the Nordic atmospheres of Norwegian jazz. From this album, we're going to listen to a composition entitled Rockstone No Bingy.
We just heard two compositions uh, back to back. Uh, we started with uh, Lion Robbie meets Nils Petter Moldver, a new project that is coming out on the OK Records label with a CD entitled North Dub. From that album, which is coming out uh, this uh, Friday, we heard a composition entitled Rockstone and No Bingy. After that, uh, we heard another great trumpet player, Ralph Alessi. In this case, uh, it was uh, from a composition entitled Groundwork from the latest album by Miami-based pianist David Ake. And the CD is entitled uh, Humanities, and it's a remarkable record that uh, just came out a couple of weeks ago on the Positon label. Together with David Ake on piano and Ralph Alessi on trumpet, uh, there were some other uh, the best uh, musicians from the New York scene, like Ben Monder on guitar, Drew Grass on bass, and Mark Ferber on drums. But let's now move back uh, to some more European jazz with the music of a young Polish uh, saxophone player called Maciej Obara and uh, his first album for the ECM record label entitled Unloved. From this album, we're going to listen to Echoes. Thank you. 
We just heard a set of uh, three compositions. We started with the music uh, from two albums on the ECM label, but with uh, contrasting titles. The first one uh, was entitled Unloved by the Maggi Orbara Quartet. Uh, from that album we heard Echoes. We then moved to the music of Django Bates and uh, his uh, album was entitled Beloved. From that album we heard one of the classic compositions by Django Bates that he already uh, recorded on earlier albums, and uh, namely Little Petherick's. We then shifted to the work of a remarkable and versatile uh, French saxophone player, Alban Darche, and uh, his large ensemble Orphicube. From their recent album entitled uh, The Atomic Flonflons, which is possibly one of the best titles <laughs> any album this year, we heard a song entitled Rhythm Song. This was released on Alban Darche's own record label, Yolk Music. Up next are a couple of recent projects on the same label. And we can start with an ambitious project dedicated to the music of uh, classic composer Francis Poulenc, entitled Le Tombeau de Poulenc, featuring Alban Darche, together with uh, Jean-Christophe Jolie on piano and Matthias Rugg. From this album, here is the title track.
just heard another set of uh, three compositions. Uh, we started uh, with music uh, from two albums on the Yolk Records label, uh, the label run by the French saxophone player Alban Dorsch. Uh, first was a title track from uh, Le Tombeau de Poulenc, uh, which is a CD by Jean-Christophe Cholet on piano, Alban Dorsch on saxophone, together with Matthias Rug and the Grand Ensemble. That was followed by Little Lemon, which was a composition performed by the Orca Noise Unit, a project led by Belgian pianist Joseph Dumoulin and featuring one of my favorite bass players, uh, the great uh, Bruno Chevillon, together with the uh, rising star of saxophone on the European scene, Antonin Trinhong. Orca Noise Unit is actually the anagram of On Aeronauts, which literally means persons who explore the dream world, and the music we just heard uh, shows that there was perfectly uh, chosen title for this project. We then completed this set uh, with uh, the great revelation from Artemisia, the upcoming box set by Eric Friedlander, which uh, will be launched uh, with an album release concert at Dixon's Place on the 11th of April, which is next uh, Wednesday, featuring Eric Friedlander's latest project entitled Throw a Glass, which is a band featuring Yuri Kane on piano, Mark Helias on bass and Chess Smith on drums and of course Eric Friedlander on cello. We mentioned that Eric Friedlander's box set is entitled Artemisia, which is the name of the plant which is used as an ingredient in the spirit absinthe. And the opening track from that box set, uh, which we just heard, is entitled The Great uh, Revelation. And the capacity to provoke great revelations uh, is actually one of the properties uh, traditionally attributed to absinthe. The source of this project, however, as an inspiration, is not absinthe per se, but an exhibition of uh, six Picasso sculptures of absinthe glasses that was held at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. These uh, sculptures uh, depict a glass of absinthe with a front cut in order to reveal the liquid inside, and perched on the rim of these glasses was a sugar cube atop an absinthe spoon. That exhibition represented the first time the six sculptures were shown together and it triggered Eric Friedlander's uh, creative process. So we reached out to Eric Friedlander to find out more. I, I just found them to be so charming and kind of dangerous at the same time, kind of um, the glasses, like you said, they were torn away over in the front, kind of revealing the inside, and it kind of made me wonder what he was saying about absinthe. They were kind of beautiful, and also there was danger involved. It just got me thinking, and there just is so much rich material about absinthe and its history as kind of a brain-bending, hallucinogenic. It's got a big reputation that actually on closer examination is it's just it's just booze. It got a bad rap, you know. The uh, Evidently, the wine and beer um, organizations were very threatened by it. It was getting so popular, and people talked about the miracles of uh, uh, inspiration that it achieved on absinthe, and so they wanted to put an end to that. So they spread rumors of uh, poisonous absinthe and was ruining people's lives and probably not any much, much more than regular alcohol did. A lot of great artists used it. Gave me some ideas. I, I worked on pieces that were kind of meditations on obsession and like this kind of one school of thought. But when you drink absinthe, you get kind of meditational and thoughtful. And the other was kind of chasing euphoria, which is kind of the more normal chasing the high kind of thing. And so I kind of worked from those two poles with the music that I wrote um, for this for this project. I think it's a project that's both a concept piece about absinthe, but it also shows a certain facility with kind of a jazz lineup, like with the cello instead of a saxophone or a trumpet. 
the cello kind of changes everything. It gives you a little more freedom to be free with your inspirations. And um, But I think it's a, a kind of a project that has some jazz proper in it. It's the first record I've done with the rhythm section, uh, piano, bass, drum. I just knew I wanted to do something with these musicians. I had that concert at the Stone a couple of years ago where I tried out some of this music in, in its more primitive form. I just felt the chemistry was so great that I really wanted to take it into the studio. And uh, the formation was the first thing that I had in mind. And then when I got the players lined up, I wrote for the players. And then I started fine tuning my, uh, you know, the, the story of the, the record.
We just heard Blush, another track uh, from Eric uh, Friedlander's upcoming box set Artemisia, which is perhaps the jazziest entry in Eric uh, Friedlander's extensive discography, which now spans uh, well over 20 albums. And this is thanks to a very happening lineup uh, featuring, uh, in addition to Eric Friedlander on cello, Yuri Kane on piano, Mark Elias on bass, and uh, Chess Smith on drums. The box set uh, will be released on uh, Skipstone, uh, record label on Friday the 13th of April next week, but will be launched with a concert at Dixon's Place in the village on the 11th of April. Artemisia stands out uh, not only as one of the greatest uh, musical achievements uh, for Eric Friedlander, but also thanks to a stunning, very unique packaging in this age of uh, disembodied music. What it's going to be is a, uh, a black, shiny, glossy box, like a Lowe's Japanese lacquer, boxes with the jet black glossy finish and beautiful um, artwork by uh, Akino Kondo. She's drawn some beautiful um, green fairies, personification of absent. The inside is three 10-inch LPs that are also green in their own uh, jackets. With, with There are four different drawings that Akino did. There's a 16-page booklet that our designer Rob Jones did for us. It's really cool. It's kind of a surrealist collage of inspiration notes, notes on the pieces, pieces of scoring from the from the from my notes, my original score notes that I make in pencil on the score paper, uh, photographs, uh, information. You know, I just decided to do something special with this. I felt it lent, like you said, the artistic inspiration lent itself towards doing something special and. I'm just so um, disappointed with CD sales. They seem to have um, just dried up. People not interested in them anymore. And so I feel like instead of buying 2,000, 4,000 CDs, have them sit around, I'll do something short, a short run of something like we made 250 box sets and um, it's just going to be beautiful. And I love the 10 inch format. It's, it's, it's kind of a great size. I just thought it was more special and I wanted to do a number of, of, of discs. There's two bonus tracks on the uh, LPs. It just would barely fit on two 12 inch discs. I, want, I like 10 inch.
been focusing in this part of uh, Mondo Jazz on uh, Eric Friedlander's upcoming vinyl box set, Artemisia. From this project that uh, we've just heard, As They Are, featuring his uh, quartet, Throw a Glass, uh, with uh, Uri Kane on piano, um, Mark Elias on bass and Chess Smith on drums, together, of course, with Eric Friedlander on cello. We have one more track uh, from this exceptional project for you, but uh, we've asked Eric Friedlander himself to introduce it. Sparkotropic. It's one of my favorite pieces on the record. Uh, something happened in the recording session, which was kind of cool. It's kind of subtle, but you can listen for it. I had it organized a, a plan, and it was supposed to go from a cello solo to a piano solo, which it does, but it was supposed to kind of stop and start over with this form I had where we kind of start with loose time and build it up into a groove. It didn't happen. We got to the end of the cello solo, and I was in the booth and looking around trying to get a cue, and the, we just found our way to doing a completely different thing to start the piano solo. And so the piano kind of takes over where I left off, and I remember looking at Chess, and he just like shaking his head like, this is great. This is better than you know what we had planned. And I thought the same thing, and it was just kind of magic. And I, I think it, it leads to a feeling I have in general about I'm not after perfection. What I'm after are those moments that those moments of synchronicity, of uh, counterpoint, of harmony, of uh, dissonance, whatever it may be, where where the band is thinking like one, responding like a like a multi-part animal together. That happens in this particular situation. So Sparkotropic is just a, it's kind of a odyssey, moving from kind of free time to a grooving multimeter time. So check it out.
Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit organization of self-funding volunteers. Of course, there are considerable costs associated with this operation. And if you like what you hear on Mondo Jazz, why not support Radio Free Brooklyn with a pledge of your choice or getting one of Radio Free Brooklyn's t-shirts, hats, or other cool merch from www.radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate. 
And just before the announcement, uh, we heard a set of uh, three compositions after the last part of our interview with uh, Eric Friedlander. Uh, we heard As They Are from uh, his uh, latest project, uh, Artemisia, which is a vinyl box set of uh, three 10-inch LPs. After that music uh, by Eric Friedlander, we moved to the music of a musician with whom Eric Friedlander has collaborated uh, for decades, and I'm referring to Ned Rothenberg. From the album Live at Roulette, we heard Encore Encore, which features uh, Ned Rothenberg in a duo with uh, British saxophone player Ivan Parker. Ned Rothenberg and Ivan Parker are two of the recognized masters of the saxophone and have been uh, collaborating for years. Uh, they've performed together a few days ago in Brooklyn at Happy Lucky Number no. 1 in a riveting performance. And for those of you who missed that concert, the good news is that they'll have another performance in duo in Manhattan at the Kusher Gallery on Bleecker Street on Thursday, the 5th of April at 8 p.m., which is basically just a few hours away. This promises to be a concert that will offer plenty of surprises and uh, sonic adventures. We then move to the music of another musician that has been collaborating with Eric Friedlander, uh, Portuguese singer Sara Serpa, whose uh, latest album, Close Up, is a trio collaboration uh, with Friedlander and German saxophone player Ingrid Laubrock. From uh, Close Up, on the eminent label Cleanfeed Records, we heard a composition entitled Passaros. We are winding down uh, for this week's Mondo Jazz on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. If you like this show, uh, you should check the rest of the great programming on Radio Free Brooklyn. We have tons of music and talk shows through the week. Up next is uh, Robert Preacher's uh, Bushwick Garage, which is a great uh, program for anybody who is interested in discovering more about the punk and the psychedelic rock. And uh, you should stay tuned. It's great. Mondo Jazz will be back uh, next Wednesday at 10 p.m. And uh, we'll be featuring music by Caroline Davis and possibly an interview with her, as well as uh, music by South African guitarist uh, Derek Gripper, who will be performing at Brooklyn Bowl on the 15th of April as part of the World Music Institute Remarkable Season. If you'd like to listen to this uh, episode again, it will be rerun uh, on Thursday morning, tomorrow at 11 a.m., after that, it will be archived with all the past episodes of Mondo Jazz on Mixcloud, uh, Podomatic.com, and iTunes. And our archive shows are also featured on AllAboutJazz.com, which is the greatest online jazz source. Bassist and composer Ben Allison wrote and performed our theme, which featured a Ted Nash on flute and the voiceover of a Payang Threadgill. We're almost over, so I would like to play one more track for you. And this is uh, from an album entitled Core by German drummer Christian Lillinger's project uh, called Grund. Uh, this is a great band uh, featuring one of the most promising um, European jazz artists, which makes sense because we started this show with uh, Rainer Bass and we're going to end uh, with another great European young performer, Christian Lillinger. The band features him on drums as well as Pierre Borel on saxophone, uh, the great saxophone and clarinet player Tobias Delius from the Netherlands, Akim Kaufman on piano, Christopher Dell on vibes, Robert uh, Lenderman on bass, and Jonas uh, Westergaard on bass also. So from uh, this album, we're going to listen to a composition entitled Darlau. Thank you, and good night.